Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. Here we are. Another episode, Killing Time Before Season 3 Rears Its Head. And today we're going to be talking about the infamous show, How I Met Your Mother, which ran from 2005 to 2014. It's quite a long run there, Sal. Well, you know what I'm enjoying right now as we are waiting for the arrival of Season 3? I'm enjoying looking back in time, not so far in this instance, about things that were taking place between the Karate Kid motion pictures and Cobra Kai. A lot went on between Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Absolutely. And the reason we're talking about How I Met Your Mother, a show that was very well known, still in syndication, I would say, and seems like it's on TV all the time, uh, a show that I didn't really watch. I caught a few episodes at the gym when I was on the elliptical or the treadmill, and I would just say, oh, it's kind of funny, and I like Neil Patrick Harris, but I just don't know the show as well as others, but got clued into what we're going to talk about, and it really fascinated me. But before I jump into that, were you a fan of the show? Did you see episodes? Did you follow its run? No, I, like you, would only see a clip every now and again. Maybe I'd catch an episode at the, at the gym, and at the gym, you're looking at subtitles. So, right. even with the subtitles, over the years, when I would catch the show, I, I realized this show is really funny. And now looking over the show as it connects with Cobra Kai, this show is very, very funny. Yes. And it's got some great characters, and we're going to give everyone their credit and their due as we always do. But unlike breaking down episodes beat by beat, scene by scene as we do on the show, or when we do movies or even music videos, this isn't that. We are talking about How I Met Your Mother because it had some connections to The Karate Kid and Cobra Kai before Cobra Kai even became a show. And so it blew my mind to find that out, did some research and found out every episode that had these connections, and we thought it would be an interesting episode to talk about. Yeah, and it all starts with Neil Patrick Harris's character, Barney, being a huge fan of the Karate Kid, but the way that he sees the Karate Kid is not the way you might think. So when when Barney mentions the Karate Kid, he's talking about Johnny Lawrence. Exactly. And before I get into that, I was reading that the creators of Cobra Kai, in particular, John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg, they had written Harold and Kumar, Go to White Castle, along with the sequels, which had no Patrick Harrison them playing a bizarre version of himself, if you recall the films. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, for those of you comedy fans, his role in Harold and Kumar, Neil Patrick Harris's role as himself in Harold and Kumar, was absolutely hilarious, hysterical, and way over the top. Talk about pushing the envelope. He, oh, play, he plays a, a hyperized version of, of himself. I think he was all a coked drug up. Addict, yeah, it wasn't sex all, addict. Yeah, yeah. It was so hilarious. <laughs> I also read that the creators credited the show, along with other media, to help reignite the feud between Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso, which is amazing to think that this show you know, was doing this just on its own because of their love for the Karate Kid. And the series, How I Met Your Mother, was created by Craig Thomas and Carter Bays. And the show, for those who don't know, it's about a father recounting to his children through a series of flashbacks the journey he and his four best friends took leading up to him meeting their mother. And as we just talked about, there's some really good characters, a lot of good comedy. The show had Josh Radner, who played Ted Mosby, Jason Siegel played Marshall Erickson, Allison Hannigan as Lily Aldrin, 
Kobe Smolders as Robin Sherbasky, and Neil Patrick Harris as Barney Stinson. And there's also a really cool voiceover, which they use in the whole show, which is Bob Saget, of all people. Yeah, so Bob Saget plays an older Ted telling the story. Exactly. Now, Barney, played by Neil Patrick Harris, was widely considered the show's standout character. He was infamous for his womanizing ways, much like in Harold and Kumar, and his elaborate schemes. And he equally harbored an extremely unique view of movies as he was predisposed to root for the characters traditionally views as the villains. Much like you just said, Sal, he considers William Zadka the karate kid. And he also loved Die Hard's Hans Gruber, the principal from The Breakfast Club, and The Terminator in those films. And even like Shed a Tear, when The Terminator's red eye goes blank. It just really upset him. This all leads us to The Karate Kid and his love for Johnny Lawrence of Cobra Kai. So just to be accurate, Sal, as we always are, I'll go ahead and say the season it was out, the episode, and the name of it. And then we can kind of talk about it. Because there were several episodes that had these references in them. Yes. But I believe it all starts with season four, episode 15, yes? That is correct. Okay. That's the first one where I think we learn, as, the, as a fan of the show or a viewer of How I Met Your Mother, we learn that Barney loves the Karate Kid in that episode first. It's called The Stinsons. That's the name of the episode. That's his last name. That is correct. And it came out in 2009. And I want to say this. I got to say this because How I Met Your Mother had a director by the name of Pamela Fryman. She directed 196 episodes. Whoa. The ones that we're talking about today are some of those episodes. Now, Pamela Fryman also directed 22 episodes of the soap opera Santa Barbara between 1990 and 1993. Now, within that time, it was definitely within those three years somewhere, I was an extra on Santa Barbara. In a locker room scene, playing a college baseball player in a locker room scene, doing some camera crosses uh, in a towel. Believe me, once upon a time, I would be on camera with just a towel. So somewhere in that time, it's entirely possible that our director today, Pamela Fryman, directed me in Santa Barbara. A semi-nude Sal Rodriguez. Let's talk Santa Barbara. Sounds like a show. (laughs) It sounds like a morning show. Welcome to Let's Talk Santa Barbara. It's a great, uh, great weather today. It is great weather in Santa Barbara, I I will say. So, in this episode, the synopsis from IMDb is, the guys find out that Barney is pretending to have a wife and son to make his mother happy. But the charade is blown when Ted makes a move on Barney's wife. So, that sets the stage, if you will. Because Sal and I actually watched all these episodes in their entirety to see what references were there. And in some of these, it's like one scene. But pretty funny setup. And Sal, take it from here. Yeah, this would, I think, be the primary scene in this episode. And at this moment in time, the gang is at Barney's mother's house. By the way, uh, Barney's mother is played by Frances Conroy, as we all know and love from Six Feet Under. She was a mother from Six Feet Under, one of my favorite shows. I believe one of your favorite shows also, Jason. It's my one acting credit on IMDb, season four finale at Claire's art show. I met Frances Conroy at craft service. And I said hello, and she was dressed as her character on the incredible show Six Feet Under, and she was so sweet to me. I was just an extra, but uh, I was also just wearing a towel. Well, <laughs> was it a locker room scene? <laughs> no, that's not true. She was charming as ever, so I love seeing her in this scene, and I love seeing her in any and everything she's been in. So they're at Barney's mother's house, Marshall and Lily. Marshall makes a comment about the big karate kid poster above Barney's bed, and this is when we learn that. Barney loves the Karate Kid, but he considers Johnny Lawrence the true Karate Kid, 
and I think it's funny when L- Lily says, so you mean when you watch The Karate Kid, you actually root for that mean blonde boy? It's so funny. And yes. I, I love it. Barney loves Johnny Lawrence, does not love Ralph Macchio, does not love Daniel LaRusso, as we will find out later. Absolutely. And I thought that was so funny to think back like, wow, here he is, a guy that hates Daniel LaRusso, loves Johnny Lawrence, but he's got this oversized poster from the movie. So, I went online and looked up the official movie poster because I knew in my head what it kind of looked like. And of course, it's Mr. Miyagi and Daniel looking into each other's eyes, almost bowing, if you will, Mm -hmm. with Daniel practicing the crane kick in the background. So, Barney's looking at this all the time. Maybe he had like an alt movie poster that had Johnny and the Cobra Kai's or something because that doesn't add up. Well, that's pretty interesting now that you mention it because, yeah, there was no movie promo posters that featured Johnny Lawrence. No one rooted for Johnny Lawrence back then. Today, it's different now that we got Cobra Kai, but back then, no one was rooting for Johnny Lawrence that I knew of. Even the DVDs I got us last year with the special features on it from the Karate Kid, it is a different poster on the front, but it's like a little scene from the All Valley Tournament. There is a small image of Daniel and Johnny fighting, and there's a bigger image of Ralph Macchio, Danielson, but... But that was much later. So, yeah, I just I thought that's kind of funny. The show just probably thought it's a funny angle to take, but yet it wouldn't have been Johnny Lawrence on there. That perspective as Johnny Lawrence as the true hero of the movie, uh, again, today we can look after Cobra Kai and we can say, oh, yeah, sure. But back right. then, there was a very unique perspective to think that Johnny Lawrence was the hero. And that's just Barney's character as well. He loves Hans Gruber from Die Hard, which is an incredible film and and a great villain. And he said, Die Hard. He died hard. That movie's about him. That's why he loved The Terminator. The movie's called The Terminator. So he thought The Karate Kid was Johnny Lawrence. He knew how to fight. He knew, he knew karate. Unlike Daniel, who just learned some stuff really quickly from Mr. Miyagi, he learned how to work Sure, would be his take. Sure. He, po- he probably watches Hellraiser. He roots for the Cenobites because he's like, hey, these guys are raising hell, hence the name Hellraiser. <laughs> totally. So, of course, I'm going to root for the Cenobites. That's the only scene in the whole episode that deals with it. But it says a lot about his character, and it's a really funny thing. But there's no cameos or anything, but still, really cool to see Karate Kid pop up in pop culture countless years later. What year was this episode, did you say? 2009. Okay, so this was after the sweep the leg no More Kings music video that we talked about on a previous episode, yes? Yeah, that was 2007. So, this is two years after that, correct? Okay. So, now, as fans of Cobra Kai, we can look back and see how William Zabka and others, but primarily William Zabka, kept the folklore, the Karate Kid folklore, the Cobra Kai folklore alive. He kept it alive for us. Thanks to him, I think, primarily, we have Cobra Kai today. Well, I know it didn't hurt. There's other things that we'll probably uncover now that we're doing this research. And by the way, I kind of get the feeling when I see Ralph Macchio between the Karate Kid years and the Cobra Kai years, when I see him appearing as things as Daniel LaRusso, I kind of feel like he does, he's not that excited about being there versus when I see William Zabka in the same era doing things, doing hijinks related to the, to the universe. To a point until Daniel came back and took the role back on in Cobra Kai, which he just owns it, and he's Daniel again. But, you know, you got to think that Ralph Macchio, besides this unique take from Barney Stinson, uh, went around in life as the Karate Kid. Think about all of the things he was doing in real life, 
how much he was just inundated as the Karate Kid. And he, he also went on to make Karate Kid Part 2 and Part 3. It's almost like being typecast. And he probably had to live that down because you and I both know, we've talked about this, how talented he really is. I mean, he's so incredible in The Outsiders, filmed in Tulsa, Oklahoma, by the way. He's incredible in Crossroads, even things like My Cousin Vinny, or even the show on HBO last year, The Deuce. He's amazing. So he's super talented, and it probably just took time and maturity, and he just lived it down. And then he came back, thank goodness, and took that role back on because he's killing it. But yeah, I'm sure for a long time, Sal, that it probably wasn't exciting to talk about the credit kid or play him or make fun of it. I'm sure it wasn't. Where Johnny, he wasn't in that many movies. He was in the first one in this snippet of the second, just the beginning fight sequence. And he was the villain. So I'm sure that it was probably more fun to kind of revisit that. Well, just want to remind our listeners to check out the No More Kings Sweep the Leg episode. We did it a few weeks ago. Check it out. Download it and see more stuff from William Zabka. So wonderful to see him in all of his appearances. All right. So now on to the next episode, which is season six, episode seven, Canning Randy. It came out in 2010. Again, directed by Pamela Freiman. And in this episode, Marshall struggles to fire an incompetent employee. Everyone tries to figure out whom Robin slept with Halloween night. And Zoe the KNB skyscraper protesters, finds a way to turn Ted's class against him. So there's a lot of storylines going on, Sal. However, the Cobra Kai references are very small and right in the beginning. Yeah. I watched the whole episode, and, and, and I want to say that because, again, you and I are not saying you and I were big How I Met Your Mother fans. But I'm telling you, the show was absolutely hilarious. Like, you don't have to watch all the show's in their entirety, as far as all the seasons, you can just catch an episode right. every now and again. Very, very funny stuff. Yeah, in this episode, it was just the Halloween party scene where they're all in costume, and Barney is in a Cobra Kai gi. There's no reference. No, they don't even talk about it. No, at all. they don't talk about it. But he looks great. You know, it cements the point home from what he did last season was talking about his love for Johnny Lawrence, Cobra Kai, and here he is. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't go back and talk about my. Halloween stories as Cobra Kai. I've gone to two Halloween parties, one at a friend's house many years ago, and one at LACMA in Los Angeles at the museum as, I guess, Johnny Lawrence. I didn't say Johnny Lawrence, but I had a Cobra Kai shirt, big Cobra Kai on it, had the slogan on the back. So I'll give away the slogan. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. That shirt was awesome. It said that Clear as day on the back, had the blackie, black belt, although I'm not a black belt, I know, kind of sacrilegious there, but it was just a costume. And I had the hair, and I even had a bandana, and it worked. At the party, it went over really well. I think I have a photo from that party, which I'll have to post on our social media. And then at LACMA, there was a Danielson running around, and nice. we had a photo op, which was hilarious, and I don't have oh. a photo from it. I could not find it, but it would have been great. But it was a great moment. Now that it's back in vogue and everyone's talking about it, and I still have the hair, I may have to go for a three-peat, Sal. So next time you dress up as uh, Johnny Lawrence, I want to see the skeleton costume. That's what I want to oh, see. Oh, totally. Well, it doesn't have to be me, though. You could do that, buddy. I'm far from a skeleton. What's the opposite of a skeleton? That's what I am right now. <laughs> All right. So moving on. This is the third episode of How I Met Your Mother, 
with the Cobra Kai Karate Kid reference in it. And this is the big one. I mean, this is the one that they did not hold back at all, Sal. I mean, they went all out on this episode, which is yeah. season eight, episode yeah. 22, the bro mitzvah. Yeah. And one, one thing I, I do want to create a disclaimer here, and that is, I think that there is a spoiler. I think we're going to give away a spoiler in this particular episode because there is a surprise. Yes. And this one came out in 2013. And the synopsis is, Ted Marshall churned Barney's bachelor party into the worst night of his life, or is that exactly what they want him to believe? For those of you who ever seen the movie with Michael Douglas called The Game. A wonderful movie, David Fincher. I loved that movie so much. Only saw it once. I want to see it again. Only saw it once. But I remember that movie. I really loved it so much. This episode was reminiscent of that, how basically a person is being bamboozled and they don't know it. Right. As I said, this episode goes all in on the Karate Kid as Barney lays out exactly what he wants for his bachelor party. Well, sometime earlier in, in anticipation and preparation for Barney's bachelor party, Barney reveals his list. He almost It's like a scroll, almost like a religious scroll he, he brings out of things that he wants for his bachelor party. A number of things include naked performers, of course. But then he says, quote, an appearance by my all-time idol, the Karate Kid. So again, everybody that hears that is obviously in their head, they're thinking, Ralph Macchio, of course. Of course. It's Daniel LaRusso. Yeah. He's the Karate Kid, right? So later on, as the evening progresses, they wind up at this uh, cheap Atlantic City hotel. A clown arrives doing balloon animals. Right. And of course, Barney's like, what the hell kind of bachelor party is this? balloon animal clown. You know, this is a joke, right? He's starting to realize this is not the greatest bachelor party ever, but the worst bachelor party ever. Cheap hotel. They're not staying at any cool places. And Sal, they do get a stripper. Who is that stripper exactly? The stripper turns out to be Barney's, I think, former fiance. I think her name was Quinn. I think that's her character's name. Quinn is a stripper as a cop. So, she's a cop stripper. So, she knocks on the door, open up, it's the police. But then you see it's actually the stripper which happens to be Quinn, which happens to be Barney's former fiance, knocking at the door to strip at Barney's bachelor party. Talk about awkward. And it's such a bad bachelor party that she doesn't let him watch her strip. She <laughs> strips for everybody else, which is really funny. <laughs> that was very funny. I think that before that though, right, didn't they introduce the Karate Kid and in walks Ralph Macchio to which Barney says, no, I hate Ralph Macchio. He is not the Karate Kid. The Karate Kid is William Zabka, star pupil of the Cobra Kai Dojo, who this monster defeated with a cheap, illegal head kick in the most tragically haunting film ending of all time. So good. I thought it was really funny the way Ralph Macho had this dark sense of humor with him, kind of similar to Barney. They made him kind of a match, so they were more alike than... And Barney wanted them to be, which is really funny. Ongoing sequence. That's one of the gags that, that they show is that actually Ralph Macchio and Barney are very similar in character and personality, even some of their yeah. catchphrases. Yeah. Macchio was really into the stripper and anything else that was going on. So, that was a funny gag. I love that he went with it. It was great. The line that Barney says too is like, not that went from New Jersey. I guess that was the first reference from yeah. the season four, but that was a great line as well. But yeah, he's devastated that Macchio is there and they didn't get the Karate Kid who, come on, of course, it's Johnny Lawrence. And there's so much cool stuff happening in, in this episode. They wind up at a casino Barney loses $85,000. He tries to sell Marshall to some Chinese gangsters to, to pay his debt. I also like that Lily continues to hit on Machio. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. You could tell she's into him. Oh, yeah. And then later she kind of twist it like, oh no, it was all, it was role playing. But you mm-hmm. knew deep down that she was really, she shook his hand and what was like licking her fingers or something, which is hilarious. Yeah. She's really fantastic. And, and watching Alison Hannigan, she has a, a wonderful humorous comedic side as I watched her on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And yeah, she's great in this episode. She does have a huge crush on Ralph Macchio in this episode. Oh, and she's got that great line earlier at the salon. I had it all waxed on oh. and off everywhere. Oh and he's God. like, what? Yes. Hilarious. Great reference to the Karate Kid in a <laughs> different way. So this leads us to the finale. And Barney's had the worst bachelor party of all time, which turns out, Sal, he loves and respects them for doing it. He finally gets the twist. And he's a guy that likes the villains. He begins to like embrace exactly what they did because he knows that they plotted it against him. And it kind of changes his disposition. They gathered up the entire gang, including Barney's mother, to be a part of this whole gag, this whole ruse. And in the end, though, we see the clown, right? right? This clown that has been hanging out with them and I believe only talking with uh, noises and sign language. I don't think he actually said anything before, did he? No. So this silent clown who was making balloon animals starts to rub his makeup off, and we see that the clown is none other than Johnny Lawrence, played by William Zabka, who Barney calls the official Karate Kid. And he's got a Cobra Kai gi on. He has oh, like a yes. clown pull-away outfit and yanks it off like an NBA player, and he's like, Kyo! and then they hug, which is so great. So he got his wish because even as Barney began to revel in the fact that these, his friends put this horrible thing together, which he loves, he said, ah, I almost got everything I wanted. I didn't get to meet the real karate kid. And that was the cue for the clown unveiling, which was just brilliant. And Zapka plays it perfect. We had no idea he was in clown makeup and it was perfect. He's like, after 18 voicemails, I finally returned Robin's call because you were the one guy that got the Karate Kid. So they had a bond and it was a wonderful moment for Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, the whole bit. But they took it to a whole new level here. You know, one thing I'll say to use a 90s reference is William Zabka is down for whatever. Yeah, he's great. I mean, the, the things that he's willing to do, I got to hand it to the guy. So that was the big one, I would say. And then I, part of my homework, I went on and watched all the other episodes that had William Zapka in it because he was in seven episodes all said and done. You know, Ralph Macchio was only in the one. And some of them, Sal, because I gave you four to watch, some of them I was just watching if there was any reference. So we have one more bigger one, but I might as well get these in, you know, chronologically out of the way. He was in season nine, episode four, The Broken Code, 2013, and season nine, episode five, The Poker Game, also in 2013. And in those two, he's just playing himself. And it's so meta. And no more references in those two with the Karate Kid or anything. Him and Ted Mosby are kind of battling to be Barney's best man. Yeah. And so that's kind of what's happening in those two episodes. And also something I find interesting and that I just learned, obviously, William Zapka's name, William, they refer to him as Billy Zapka many times. And I think even IMDb credits him as William Zapka as Billy Zapka. But I've never heard of William Zapka referred to as Billy Zapka prior to this. 
I think Will and Bill are interchangeable. But yes, we we know him as William. And if I run into him in person or we interview him, I will address him as such. I won't give him a Bill or a Billy. We're not on those terms right now. So, so this leads us to season nine, episode 10, Mom and Dad, also 2013. And this episode, Barney and James fight over which one of their fathers will get back together with their mom. Ted becomes a victim of Zabkatage, and Daphne becomes inexplicably upset with Marshall. When they mention Zabkatage, they overplay Beastie Boys' Sabotage. So yeah, such a good song. Sabotage, Zabkatage. And this episode is really cool because we have special appearances by John Lithgow, Ben Vereen, and Wayne Brady. Now, let me tell you this. I was once driving down Ventura Boulevard. I look over to my right, and who do I see next to me? Ben Vereen. Ben Vereen appears to be singing in his car, as he might do. He's Ben Vereen. I then start singing, driving next to Ben Vereen, all the way from Encino to Sherman Oaks. We must have gone from about White Oak to at least past the 405. As far as I'm concerned, I had a duet with Ben Vereen. Were you singing Sabotage? (laughs) Well, quickly on Sabotage, the video was also amazing, if you recall the video, directed by Spike Jones. So the only real Karate Kid references occur later in the episode when Zapka reveals he always has 2,000 of his headshots in his car because no one ever wants them. And then we flash back to 1984 and what happens now? Well, Zapka shares, he kind of opens up. uh, He always played the bad guy all throughout the 80s, getting booed at the movie theater when his bad guy character comes on the screen. (laughs) They have these these really funny little clips of everywhere he goes, people just start booing him and throwing popcorn at him. So he's he he kind of is is sharing with us, opening up his heart about how he's you know kind of kind of sensitive about that. He he had to play the bad guy for all these years and was treated yeah. poorly because of it. Yeah, it was beyond this Karate Kid. I think we talked about it in one of our recent episodes about you had just seen him in European Vacation. He wasn't really a bad guy in that, but he was, you know, the boyfriend, but he was a bad guy. And back to school, he was like a diver and he's a real jerk to the lead character. And so he was always playing that guy. He had that persona. And I also like in the flashback, he had the double polos going on, rocking that look, if you recall. People yeah. would do that in the, you know, the Miami Vice era. And then he says this great line. He says, I spent the last 25 years getting crank kicked in the nuts. <laughs> It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. And so what happens then at the end, we realize or we learn that uh, Zabka, he created this plot to propel himself as best man to Barney over Ted. So Barney absolves Ted, gives the the, the kudos to Zabka for saving the day, because even though William Zabka uh, did this whole scheme regarding this Wayne Gretzky headshot, he gives kudos to Zabka for uh, replacing the headshot and getting a, a new one signed by the great one. Right. This is, of course, a talk about great lines. Uh, Zabka says to Ted, you're right, Mosby. <laughs> that was great. Obviously, uh, a reference to uh, oh, yeah. him losing, but being a wonderful in defeat as he says the line, you're right, LaRusso, at the end of the All Valley. Great sequence. So funny. So on the nose. So much Karate Kid stuff there to digest. I mean, even earlier, he's calling his mother who she's booing him. Boo. <laughs> and then he says, no, mom, I'm, I'm Barney Stinson's best man. And yeah, how this moment's going to change his life, much like winning the All Valley changed Ralph Macchio's or Daniel LaRusso's life. Another reason why I love William Zapka, he, he parodies himself. He satirizes himself. 
He right. makes fun of his character as Johnny Lawrence, but then he makes fun of himself as Johnny Lawrence. I really, I really appreciate people that can laugh at themselves. Absolutely. So now there are three more episodes that had William Zapka in it, and I watched them in their entirety. I've done a deep dive. I feel like I'm very close to the show now, but I'll just quickly rattle off the scenes because there's just a little scene here and there, but it was season nine, episode 20, Daisy. 2013. There was a reference to he was doing some late night dirt biking and another shot of someone throwing popcorn on him. And that was it. Then in season nine, episode 21, Gary Blauman, 2013, Barney threatens Gary that if he doesn't leave the wedding, William Zapka is going to crane kick his face. (laughs) And to that, Zapka says, that's not even my move. And then later he says, if I was going to do anything, I'd sweep the leg and put you in a body bag. Everyone knows that. Nice. So, pretty great. That was a good line. Nice. So, now the last one, which is kind of anticlimactic, but season nine, episode 22 was the end of the aisle, also 2013. You can see William Zabka at the wedding. He's not the best man and he's not a groomsman, but there's just a shot of him at the wedding. But yeah. The show would go on two more episodes was it. It was over, but he was not on anymore. But he had a run. He was in seven episodes. Maybe when he came on, because he wasn't in the first two, they were just references. After the bro mitzvah, maybe they'd writers got together and they just thought, well, you're interested in coming back? And yeah, I'll, I'll be myself. Because he was in a lot of season nine, which is great. And that would have been a real treat if we were fans of the show and seeing it happen in real time. That would have been astonishing. But... We were latecomers to this, but still really cool to see him and Ralph Macchio and just all the reference points and everything that like that. How cool is that? Well, what's funny is because he plays himself on the show, so I'm watching the episode that has Wayne Brady, John Lithgow. When Wayne Brady pops out, I'm expecting him to be referred to as Wayne Brady, but he wasn't. Right. <laughs> and exactly. John Lithgow was not referred to as John Lithgow. John Lithgow does not play John Lithgow. No. So, it's extra funny that William Zabka plays himself instead of playing a character like the other actors. Totally. And same with Machio on his scene. Yeah. So, that was it. So, we, we've covered it. Really cool. Um, love to find other shows that had these little nuggets hidden in there. I think there are some or parts of movies. And Sal and I are kind of digging around looking for things now as we build the excitement for season three. Yeah. We're definitely going down the rabbit hole of Cobra Kai and of course, Karate Kid. We're going down to the rabbit hole of all the folklore. I think when all is said and done, we will have covered all the ground. And again, we will be getting to the animated series, Karate Kid, <laughs> at some point. As well as the other movies. So, that's it. That's all we have on How I Met Your Mother. A lot of fun to delve through here and see how many reference points there were for the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. And we'd love it if you could listen, subscribe, rate and review the show. It means so much to us. And it helps us keep going as we get towards season three and we have new episodes to go. Sal, anything you want to add? Yeah, I've really enjoyed these special episodes where we talk about, you know, things that intertwine with the Cobra Kai universe. If any listeners have any ideas for us, if if you know about some nuggets somewhere, if you know about some appearances of of some of our cast, of some of our leads, if you you know about them being in in, in other things, other movies, other other content, let us know, please. We want to know about it and we want to talk about it. So, be sure to get in contact with us. Absolutely. So, until next time, thanks so much. No mercy.